Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In case you somehow missed last week's rainstorms, Fall is officially here, and for the next three days, we're sharing some autumnal ideas to help fill your next two months with the best fall leaf viewing, roaring outdoor fires, apple picking, hiking trails, and yeah, haunted places. So today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Eden Dawn, author of the Portland Book of Dates, and co-host of the We Can't Print This podcast. She's here to tell us the coziest, cutest ways to spend pumpkin spice season. It's Monday, October 2nd. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. The whole pumpkin spice thing, like I feel like at a certain point, it was like a derogatory term. Like it became very misogynistic. Do you know what I mean? I do know. Yeah, I do know. It was kind of a, it was a basic B sort of vibe. Yeah. But now everyone's like, you know what? Pumpkin spice is awesome. Fall is magical, and who doesn't want cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice in any of their drinks? Like, I mean, look, those are just good things. I think that people are better about owning the things they like. Yeah. Okay, but here's what I think. Pumpkin spice is a state of mind at this mm. point, okay? Pumpkin spice is beyond just the five-spice mix that you put into a pie or a latte or whatever. It's about embracing the beauty of fall. And so we are having a discussion about things we do to embrace the beauty of fall, which we have already outed ourselves as pro-fall people. We are pro-fall people. Mm-hmm. You know, fall leaf viewing might be like the ultimate fall activity. Where would you recommend that people go for, let's say, just fall leaf viewing? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on fall leaf viewing, actually. So one that I did not know about until I was researching Portland Book of Dates was the beauty of Officer's Row in Vancouver. Do you know about this place? No. It is gorgeous. So it's a little, it's a street in Vancouver that was built in the mid-1800s to house army officers. So it's 22 of these absolutely gorgeous Victorian homes with like these big old mature trees. And in the fall, it is Stunning. It's all on the National Historic Registry of Places. And then one of the houses is the like Grant House, which is named after Ulysses S. Grant, who lived at the fort, but not in that house. Um, but it's been like an officer's club, a bachelor's club. It has been a library. It's this beautiful place, and they have different kind of restaurants and thing. And right now it has a little women's owned winery in it called Willful Winery. But you go walk the leaf path. Absolutely stunning. Look at all the beautiful Victorians. This is a very middle-aged date because once you become middle-aged, you're like, let's go look at pretty homes and leaves Mm -hmm. and gardens. And I fully (laughs) embrace it. And then at the end, you have a nice wine. But it's so pretty. And it's one of those things. It's just a few minutes from like downtown. And I never had any idea existed. Okay. So Officer's Row for some fall leaf viewing. That sounds awesome. Any other places that we should check out? Yeah. Have you ever done the historic Columbia River Highway? Done that drive out there? Yes. That is so pretty. And that's a nice, 
if it's raining and you don't want to be outside, but you want to take in, you know, you can start out. It's kind of from like the historic Vista house. So it's 75 miles. It is the oldest um, scenic highway in the country. Mm. So fancy pants. Well, according to Oregon Transportation Department, and we believe them. But you know what? Would love it if they were lying, to be honest. Would love Would it, love it Would if love this it. was a conspiracy. <laughs> and they're like, let's get that badge for having the oldest scenic uh, highway. It's really pretty out there. There's tons of waterfalls. There's sections of it that's only for biking and walking, some for driving. But it's such a pretty way to get out there. Um, it's just a really lovely spot. And I know we've talked about like the Fruit Loop before, but if you're going out that way, it's a nice thing to do. The gorge is so close to the city, and it truly is unlike any other place I've been to in the world. And so I feel like getting out there and finding different reasons in the seasons to visit it is always, it just keeps giving. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's talk about other outdoor things that you would recommend. You just mentioned the Fruit Loop, which for those who don't know, the Fruit Loop is a collection of like fruit orchards. Uh, it's just called Fruit Loop? It's called the Fruit Loop. It's a collection of a bunch of different tiny little farms. Fall is a great time to go because it's apple and pear season. And there's places out there that are making cider and you can pick your apples. It is delightful. It's sort of, in, in most places, you go have a beautiful view of hood. And here's the deal. You can get snacks at all those little farms. There's all these cute places. But the thing I love, and this is where I'm going to show myself as being from growing up in Salem, Oregon, is Hood River has a Pietro's Pizza, which is my favorite pizza Mm. because that is the childhood pizza I grew up with. Like that's the after uh, soccer game or birthday party pizza. And I love it. And it is a controversial pick for some. Well, I'm, you know, we're here. We're holding safe space for you, Eden. Thank you. You can tell us all the crappy pizza you like. And it's, I get pineapple and tomato. Oh my God, Eden, that. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by it. You know when someone burps and they're like, excuse me, you're like, oh, that's fine. And then they're like, like you just did that. (laughs) I was like, girl, it's okay. I know, whatever, whatever pizza. And then you tomatoed and pineappled me. It's so good. Oh, no. It's so good. Oh, my mouth. Acid and acid. All the acid. I love it. <laughs> okay, what about pumpkin patches? Okay. You're, you're going to be so mad at me. Um, I posit a alternative to the pumpkin hunting, a different type of hunting. Go on. Mushroom hunting. Oh, of course. Let's go. But you know the thing is no one knows where – and no one tells you because it's their secret spot, Eden. We you, um, Are you going to tell us? Are you going to tell us a secret spot? Okay. Oh. So, no, I will never give up an exact thing because this is under threat of death. People are very serious about giving up their mushroom bed. They really are. However, I can tell you that both Saddle Mountain and Kings Mountain have great hikes and many people have said that or shown photos or tagged locations that say this is areas where they have got the one and only the mysterious chanterelle and it is worth it to go out now i have gone out here and i have i very admittedly have gone out some years and come home with nothing but Mm -hmm. it is still a beautiful hike but going out to that coastal range because you need the combination you know the mushrooms have to be wet but not too wet But here's the deal. No matter what you do, at the end, out on the highway, you go to Camp 18. 
And this is like an old logging camp that's also a restaurant, right? It's And there's like the big band saws outside and tractor bits and it's a log cabin and there's usually, but inside they have a giant fireplace. So even if you go out and you don't get your mushrooms or if you do get your mushrooms, you go and you sit by the giant fireplace and you have yourself like a hot tea or maybe you have a beer and you just get to enjoy your fall moment and The real kicker for me is that there always seems to be some farm cats that live around, and I'll basically go anywhere if I can sit outside and pet a farm cat. Possibly get fleas. I get it. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I would be lured to death very easily by, like, a box of kittens. (laughs) Oh, no. Just on a, like, slowly moving open van with no windows, and you're like, but the kittens! Yes, yes. And I shouldn't say this because now it'll happen, but literally it would be so easy. Well, okay. So mushroom hunting, I love that twist, by the way. And if those listening and you're like, I want more pumpkin patches, literally just go to Sobeys Island. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, more of Eden Dawn's picks for the best fall activities. Okay, we've spent the day outside in the drizzle. We need to warm up. What are your picks for fireplaces and fire pits? Obviously, Camp 18 is right up there. Camp Um, 18's right up there. What else do we have? Okay, here's one that I feel like people kind of forget about, but it's good for warming up in two ways. That is the outdoor fireplace at Kennedy School. Have you ever sat back out there in the little uh, courtyard area? They get that fireplace roaring. And it's so nice, right? Like you go and you watch a $5 movie Mm -hmm. and then you want to have a nightcap. So you go out into the courtyard. It's a nice place because it's outdoor fire, but it's not a gas one, which I don't like those as much when they just push the button. I want people to have to work for it. I want a roaring fire. You want a little smoke in your face. Yeah. I do. Smoke follows beauty. There's always somebody who says that. You know, someone always says that when the smoke Seriously, never heard it in my life, Eden. (laughs) Are you serious? Never. Where have you been growing up, Claudia? This is my whole life. No, everyone always says that. Smoke follows. Okay, we need people to write in and tell me if they've heard smoke follows beauty when the smoke follows you around campfire. Oh, my God. Maybe it's an Oregon thing. Or maybe my friends think I'm so pretty. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe you just, you're making up shit and it's totally fine. (laughs) I definitely am not. I definitely am not. You could lie detector test me. Okay, wait. But before we get too far away from this, I have to say why I also chose Kennedy School. Because the great outdoor fireplace, obviously go to the cheap movie. But the soaking tub. Mm. So if you've really been outside all day, you want to go luxurious. If you live in the neighborhood within a certain block radius, you know you get into the soaking tub for free. But you can get in. I think it's also $5. But you can get in, go in the soaking tub, then get out, go sit by the fireplace. So it's like warming your bones in all the ways. That's, That's luxury. That's what I have to say about that. That's luxury. <laughs> it's luxury, Eden. Mm-hmm. Truly. If you could warm your bones from like water and then by fire and then by drinking something hot all together, tell me what's more luxurious. I can't think of a single exact goddamn thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what's another? What's another fire place pit? Here's one I like that's Now, this is two in Northeast. I'm being very biased because I live in Northeast and I think it's great. But I didn't realize until recently that Keys Lounge 
has a really great little fireplace. Oh, they do. It's so sexy. Like, they have the DJs going, and I feel like they do a good job. And then they have the little fireplace there, and it's so warm and cozy in there. And then just, like, the lighting is good. It's a fall spot. And the fun thing about Keys Lounge, because now as we have established, is I can never suggest something to you without giving you a fun fact about it is outside in Keys has those cool light things that you see like uh, hung along their patio wall. Mm -hmm. Those are made from the old OMSI. The OMSI from when I was a kid here was this like geodesic dome that was up by the zoo and that was all in like blue and green and these little panels of glass or something, but it was the coolest building. And then at some point OMSI moved across the river to where it is. I have no idea how or why. Perhaps this is a story for you to chase down with keys. But at some point, they announced that their decor is made from the old OMSI building. Yeah. And I just love that. That's like such a cool old Oregonian fact for this place that when we were growing up, all the kids loved. That is really cool, Eden. Well, you know, my partner really is into hot toddies. Do you know where I can find the best one? Do you know about a hot toddy? Have I ever heard of a hot toddy? Yeah. Yes. I have drunk many in this city. You know what? I don't know if this is the answer you want to hear because it's actually not a hot toddy. And I bet it's on your list of things to talk about. But how could we talk about a hot drink without naming the one, the only, Huber's? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, Eden. I love talking about Huber's. If I can talk about Huber's all day, I would. You're a Huber's plant. <laughs> so true. Just, I'm just like sponsored by Huber's and Slims. That's basically it. But they're going to find out that this whole thing was just like, you know, when you watch cartoons and you're like, what? It was Mattel the whole time? That's what it's going to be like. I know it's not a hot toddy. It's a Spanish coffee. But I was searching my heart when I was like, what's the my favorite hot drink in the city? And nothing has as much fanfare as the Huber's coffee. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Bring cash for tips. I always forget, you know. Yes, yes. It's, you know, someone comes to your table side and they make this extravagant Spanish coffee and it's like flare and fire and, you know, all this. They're dressed up. It's not like they're wearing street clothes, you know. They dressed up for this. And then you're just like, okay, cool, uh, you know. Yeah. Reward <laughs> that pizzazz. Pizzazz yeah. should be rewarded. This is a firm belief in my household. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, listeners, I I really want to know if you know of the best hot toddies. I would love to hear about them. I I, kind of want to do a little hot toddy tour. Um, Well, before we wrap up and completely unrelated, do you have your Halloween costume planned out? Yeah. What is it? I want to be bad Ken. (laughs) You're going to be bad Ken? Oh, you're going to be like during the part of the movie where – where he's like misogyny and he's really into when it. When he's like, I like when Ken was wearing a fur and then he has the like Rambo bandana and then he had his double sunglasses on. So he had one pair and he took them off and he was still wearing a pair. Yeah. I was like, everybody's going to be Barbie, but I want to be bad Ken. And then I can walk around and just sing the song. I'm just Ken over and mm-hmm. over. I don't even have Halloween plans yet, but I just know I want to be bad Ken. I love it. Also, because I was like, Man, doesn't it look kind of fun to be a misogynistic white guy? Wow, that sounds like entertaining for a day. (laughs) Maybe I'll get a raise. Who knows what will happen? Things will just start going my way. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to wear tights and... (laughs) 
<laughs> and a, a fake boa, and everything's just gonna come your way. Smoke is gonna follow beauty, beauty. right? Yeah. Everything's coming up Millhouse. In the last Friday News Roundup, one of the headlines we talked about was PBOT's proposed $32 million cuts that would affect jobs and services. A couple of listeners had some comments on what we discussed. Scott wrote in, I always enjoy your Friday Roundups and was very pleased that you covered the budget crisis facing PBOT. I don't mean to be pedantic or too sensitive with off-the-cuff comments made by the panelists, but Claudia expressed an unwillingness to give PBOT more money due to her disagreements with the perceived direction of the Bureau. While I am sympathetic to criticism of all our institutions, the job cuts mentioned would affect real people who are citizens of our city, including my spouse, and the services on the chopping block are still essential. Simply starving the Bureau of Money will make things worse. There has to be a way to talk about the challenges our city faces and the failure of our leadership while still being considerate of the many public servants like my spouse who are sincerely trying to do real work and keep our city running. I appreciate you taking listener feedback, and to be clear, I think this show, and Claudia in particular, do an excellent job. Scott, thanks so much for taking the time to write in. I'd like to clarify, I didn't suggest we don't give PBOT the funding it needs. I just said I personally wouldn't want to pay an additional service tax the way PBOT is presently being managed. I myself was a public servant for many years, both in state and city government, and I, I think it's made me a bit cynical on how publicly funded institutions are managed. And so, yeah, my sincere apologies if my comment felt glib or inconsiderate to our hardworking city workers. And I agree, starving PBOT is not the solution. And Matt also wrote in concerning the same news headline, thanks for today's episode. It felt like one of your better news roundups, a bit more context and critical thinking brought in. I have to admit, though, I was amazed that nobody brought up the other recent PBOT planning failure slash waste of money, the time they spent money planting a bunch of trees that they then let die. Matt, thanks for reminding us of that fact. And if you're curious what he's referring to, we'll link the article in the show notes. It was infuriating. It was a doozy. And if you have any comments on anything you heard on CityCast Portland, please feel free to send us an email at portland at citycast.fm or leave us a voicemail at 503-208-5448. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend, rate or leave us a good review. It really does help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you with Slims.